0: Hi, Annie Trenders. Uh, Welcome back. We are continuing our sort of like a series within this podcast about uh, big nominees for our Anime Trendy Awards. And for this episode, we are going to cover officially um, the best female characters that have been nominated thus far because the fall season, once again, at this recording at least, is still not complete. And so um, we do not have a guaranteed uh, nominee set from them yet um so joining me today is Anique aniquite say hi <laughs> hello
1: <laughs> i am Wait.
0: and uh, she's going to be the only one with us today so and i'm scorpio so we're just going to have some fun and go through our female characters that are nominated and talk about our favorites and who we hope to see to win um uh, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to introduce them Sure.
1: So for Girl of the Year, we have the following nominees. Emma from The Promised Neverland. Fujiwara Chika from Kaguya-sama Love is War. Haru from My Roommate is a Cat. Hitori Bochi from Hitori Bochi no Maru Maru Sekatsu. Honda Toru from Fruits Basket. Kamada Nezuko from Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Kirisu Mafuyu from We Never Learned Bokuben. Kohaku from Dr. Stone. Kotatsu Tamaki from Fire Force, Senpai from Magical Senpai, Shinomiya Kaguya from Kaguya-sama Love is War, Spring Aries from Astra Lost in Space, Takagi from Karakai Jozu no Takagi-san, Tokisaki Kurumi from Data Life 3, and Yukishiro Nanako from Senyu Girl.
0: Uh, thank you, Anique, for listing the whole thing. We have quite a bit.
1: <laughs> we have a lot yeah. of very promising girls this year. Yeah, we do, including our fall nominees too. Yeah,
0: no, you're right. Um, and so, uh, for fall nominees, um, the three girls that have been pretty consistently on the, at the top. So I'm, um, I'm feeling fairly certain that they're gonna be nominated. Is Su- Sumireko from Oresuki? and Alice, you know, from Sword Art Online, and then Fumino from uh, uh, which I can't talk much about with them because I didn't watch any of the series (laughs) for fall, so they're kind of strangers to me, but um, it seems like they are in the running um, to become a nominee for the Anime Trending Awards. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So... Um, Because there's a crap ton ton of them, and we literally cannot just go through every single one of them and uh, talk about it, Uh, uh, what are your favorites, Iniqui, out of this large pool of girls?
1: If I were to just scroll down the list and handpick who I like the most, (laughs) um, I would say... Emma's definitely up there along with Chika, who basically won my heart for being the comedic relief of Kaguya-sama. Kaguya-sama as well um, is on the female list. Let's see. I would say maybe Toru and obviously Nezuko because Nezuko has had a really big impact in the new Demon Slayer that came out this year. And I think that's just about it for me. I know a couple of the other girls from other series that I have either read beforehand or watched a few episodes with, but I don't think they do too well of a comparison between the girls that I chose. Okay. What about you, Scorpio? Uh
0: for me, uh, hmm. My favorites are Emma. Um, and then uh I really like Toru Honda. Um, let's see. Nezuko nezuko my view on nezuko is i do think she has like a big impact on the fandom and stuff but ironically enough i feel like we saw the least of her in the series and oh yeah no for sure so it's like a little weird to me for that reason um i i find haru who is I think the first ever animal um, character <laughs> <laughs> nominated for a female character award. Um, but Hotter is very endearing to me. Um, and I mean, I know there's the whole like dog and cat person. I'm more of a dog person as in like dogs like naturally run towards me. But that doesn't mean I try to be friends. With, like I, I hate cats. In fact, I really like them. So... <laughs> oh wait <laughs> um so that's haru and then uh, i think after those three Kaguya's is pretty good as well
1: who kaguya
0: from kaguya sama oh uh, yeah um but that's yeah i think those are my tops which are very similar to yours i'm i a chica yes. is just too much of a comedic character for me to like vote for her is basically what it is so
1: that's fair i mean she's basically a meme at that point so you don't know if it's, it should be vouched to be vote right for her
0: um I also have to admit, I don't know some of the characters in this list. For example, uh, the Bokovin characters, I, I don't watch that series. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not really my thing. So I, you know, I don't know any of the characters from there. And so uh, Magical Senpai, I definitely like didn't look at that. So, um, but yeah, I think those are my favorites. But I will say... Uh, Takagi is very very popular.
1: Oh, very absurdly. Yeah. But like we discussed in the last podcast, I believe Takagi serves a very uh I guess like like one type of role for that particular show. Mm. So, while she does stand out as like a female character, there's not that much that she does outside of that role. Yeah, and I, I guess that was
0: like one of the, the things that I up. wondered is why is Takagi so popular part of me
1: wants to say that it's the appeal of takagi okay of the maybe it's a bit of a masochistic appeal (laughs) (laughs) if i have to say it straight but the fact that there's this girl who's like constantly teasing you and constantly putting you at the edge is something that entices the audience a lot more rather than maybe a submissive character or a character that's more common in the anime community. Granted, any of those tropes are super cute characters as long as you develop them well. Mm. But for the sake of Takagi, where it's a comedy show about two characters trying to one-up each other, Takagi is also paired with wit mm. and very good comeback. So that's why a lot of people, I think that's why a lot of people like okay, her. Okay,
0: interesting. Because what's funny is, I didn't like her at all in the first season. Uh I thought interesting. I thought she was really mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she I mean I, I out could I could see in that in the
0: second season, so I definitely like did it like I wasn't annoyed with her anymore or anything, but the first season she actually annoyed me. I was like, I don't like you. So
1: well, What specific instance would you say that annoyed you the most?
0: It's just sometimes from, like, I feel like I think what annoyed me the most is when she gets, uh, uh Nishikata, is that his name? Um,
1: yeah, Nishikata. Yeah,
0: is when she gets Nishikata in trouble with the teachers, oh. and she gets away scotch-free, and that just really annoys me when she does that. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like that whole, there's a weird Japanese trope with, like, the Mari warui, or, like. I, I didn't I don't think I pronounced it right, but like the bullying type mm-hmm. of thing, a tit for tat between like the male and female characters that probably looks appealing. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not and pretty annoying. So I can see where you're coming it's from. It's just yeah. I,
0: I don't know, but maybe like having a teacher angry at me is probably especially like in elementary, middle school. Like I think that's one of the scariest things to really experience. Cause mm-hmm. especially at that time, teachers have a lot, a lot of power over you. And so the fact that she would like purposely like during class, like make him react when um and, and this is particularly in the first season, it obviously mellowed out a lot in the second. Um, but in the first season she was doing it a lot and he would constantly get in trouble over something that like was not his fault and not his intention. She'd just get away scotch free and laugh about it and I was like, You're mean, like that's not okay. So
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I think some of that like sort of carried over to the second season where it's like where I'm like, Okay, you're better now but I haven't forgotten. So <laughs> That's fair. That's totally a valid um uh, reasoning. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. So, who do you think is gonna win
1: from my personal preferences or uh, okay, <laughs> first, on the board? say
0: your personal preference, and then second of all, say like who you think is gonna win in the community?
1: so for my personal preference, I think Emma's going to win, okay, based on how much impact she has during the first season of Promise Neverland. Mm-hmm. She serves as the driving soul for the characters around her and her ability to adapt to the environment and also be fierce and soft at the same time is really compelling for a character Mm -hmm. especially for like this brainiac 12 year old right (laughs) me at 12 was a very immature child just running around screaming but for emma to be like this going to die so (laughs) yeah they're gonna die yeah but it's just really nice and refreshing to see a female character as a shonen protagonist in the situation mm-hmm. and that she's a like atypical. Mm-hmm. She's the atypical shonen protagonist and it's just really fun to watch her grow overall. Mm-hmm. In terms of the community, there's a couple characters that I can see getting top for um, Girl of the Year. Okay. Uh, mainly because they come from very popular shows that are very prevalent in the anime community. So one, as we all know, is Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer has been on the rise for the last couple months and has captured the hearts of many, many people. So even though Nezuko didn't actually have an impact in this current season, because she obviously has more plot later on, the fact that she's very cute and is kind of like the driving force behind Tanjiro's actions is what makes her a character i Mm -hmm. guess um which is kind of obscure but it works in the favor of the fans because she's adorably cute in some of the scenes uh the other one would be kohaku from dr stone i've only watched i think half of dr stone so i'm not fully aware of kohaku's capabilities Mm -hmm. but the fact that she's a cute strong girl is also very appealing to anime Mm -hmm. fans um Tamaki from Fire Force is a potential one as well, just because she provides, unfortunately, she provides some of the fan service in the Fire Force series, even though my personal opinion, I think Maki is better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because Maki has no fan service whatsoever, but for some reason, Tamaki has more fan service and less of an impact on the story. Mm -hmm. And and then obviously I feel like the cult favorite would be Kurumi because Data Live is also a very popular series in niche circles. Mm. And that's about it for me actually. And the rest of them are like flight like flitting faces. Like I wouldn't recognize them if I didn't know the title of the show.
0: I like. I'm surprised you didn't say uh, Chika though. I feel like Chika really got well, big. Chi-
1: Oh, Chica definitely, but that's also because she's also a personal favorite of mine, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> but yes, uh, Chica and... Uh, you're right, Chica and Kaguya would probably be also up there as mm-hmm. well, um, because of how popular the series is and how much of a meme Chica okay. is, so. Uh, I think that's all my projections are what about yours uh
0: so i agree with your projections i think nezuko has a very very big chance um i that's why i my actually second guess was gonna be if she doesn't win chica was gonna win because her dance made it um made it so big and then after that it would have been takagi which because i know takagi has a huge fan base so um so I followed Doctor Stone uh, regularly until the end of the first season. I think Kohaku would have had a bigger chance if she her role didn't diminish throughout the series, but uh eventually her role kind of took a backseat and um other characters start to step up and like have a bigger active difference to the um storyline, and so I think that sort of like sets back her chances in my opinion. Um. Mm, I, see. Yeah. I I like her. By the way, I bad. think. Um, I mean, first time ever we have like. I I mean, Senku is asexual to the A, but um, Kohaku mm. has made it pretty clear that she's just not interested in anything guy or girl otherwise like she's much more just about protecting the village and stuff like that which is very unique and not something you'd expect because everyone almost automatically was like oh that's Senku's girl because the other girl was clearly his best friends you know um right, but it was yeah. like but then the author shot it down almost immediately because Senku was like oh like like I like romance is just no science is everything and she was like a dude like same thing like no and so <laughs> <laughs> I am. I appreciate
1: the fact that it's mutual between them. That they're not looking for romance or anything. And Boichi I I th- I'd like to thank the Komangakas for having that between the two characters otherwise it just becomes a very typical shonen
0: yes I, yes and it's very surprising refreshing and, and like they're very similar in a sense because you know senku is a big shipper for taiju and uh, uh yuzuriha or yuzu yuzu yeah um and kohaku is a very big shipper for chrome and her older sister and so um so it's like both of them are essentially like asexual people who ship their best friends with, you know, <laughs> you know, with who they like. So Right, right, right. Um but yes, uh Kohaku I think would have a better chance if her role didn't diminish throughout the series. Um for me personally, I am the same as you. I am probably <laughs> gonna pick Emma. And so I just think Emma is so three dimensional and I think it's just There's a layer of her that the others don't quite have yet, you know? um, Because I like the fact that, like, yes, she is very motherly and stuff, which is always almost, like, associated with female characters only. But on top of the fact that she's motherly, she is smart as hell. And so...
1: Oh, she's very smart. And, like, she's also paired with, like, in the, the trio, she's, like, the super strength athletic yeah so it already starts subverting a lot of typical shonen um tropes and even if because all of these three things are in the same and she could have
0: very easily fallen into another stereotype too which is you know bronze with no brains but it's no she's bronze and brains it's a different type of brain yeah but um like clearly ray while he's very good ray and norma are both very good at Thinking very very long term strategic sort of things, she's she is really capable. Like I don't know if she even realizes it herself, but she's very good at analyzing people and like their personality. Oh, no, she is. Yeah. And because she's able to do that, she adds an element to her strategies that the boys always forget about, and it's the personality and like the people that screw things up sometimes. So. Um, hmm.
1: She definitely has that emphatic fact- uh empathetic and em- no emphatic factor mm-hmm. to her, so she's always factoring in for like the family making sure like no one gets hurt and everything and that they all come yeah. out versus like yeah Ray and Norman it's like, is very and it's also yeah. like
0: you know and she made a hard decision at the very end of the season, but it was but any other girl character I feel like wouldn't have made that decision, but she
1: i don't think so either, and I think what's really interesting is like a lot of girl characters in shonen series they're portrayed as motherly but we don't really see them be to the extent of motherly other than like oh i have powers of healing let me heal yes you. right in a very like like inoue from like bleach or something right there's like a very stereotypical female who's a caring type and heals people but emma is motherly and emphatic but to the level of an intensity of an actual mother when it comes to like protecting her family and taking Mm -hmm. risk which i think is very admirable for someone like Mm her
0: um yeah so we're we're on the same lines here on why (laughs) i like i would vote for emma i think if emma wasn't there i'd probably vote for hmm that's hard. I'd probably vote for Toru. Um, Toru's getting there. Yes.
1: Toru's definitely getting Toru there. Toru
0: lost the, like, my personal debate between the two because, um, her character development isn't quite there yet the others the other character development for the other characters are happening right now and hers is much more long game and much more like gradual and so right now she still like seems very tropey um yeah and, and it's like i read the manga so i know what's going to happen later and like her three-dimensionality is really really going to come out but um but it's just she hasn't quite reached it there so uh but emma from like the very beginning we see a lot of three-dimensionality so i think that's where toru loses the edge on that um Mm -hmm. where would you rank nezuko uh
1: in my list of girls that i would want to be top i would personally put nezuko at the bottom Mm mm-hmm um, just as we outlined earlier, because Nezuko hasn't really done anything much. And well, every time I watch Demon Slayer and I see Nezuko do a cute thing, I'm like, "Oh, that's so cute. I don't really know what else she does as a character other than to serve as a plot device, yeah. as cruel as it may sound. And that she only had probably three minutes of good exposure time when she revealed her blood arts in the very last part of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And then she goes back in the box. And I'm like, okay. That that's cool. I guess you you can go ahead and recover back in your box but not do anything for the rest of the season. <laughs> so it's very awkward. Um, for it's just I feel like Nezuko when she was written out as a character and when I was watching it from the start in theaters and up until now, mm-hmm. Nezuko's development is very strange. It's a very atypical of a of a manga format. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really solidify, and it shouldn't have solidified her as a character at all, because she doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, fans still love her. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting position where Nezuko yeah, is, actually. Yeah, I think,
0: I think it's just her cuteness level gets people a lot. Because even, like, you know, like I said, I personally think, like, she didn't really, really make too much of an impact to the story. Like, whenever she's doing her little chibis, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so- yeah, 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 yeah. That That
1: is the most adorable thing that you can see. And then that's only about, what, five, ten seconds of screen yeah. time? Yeah. And then that's it. And you're like, okay, back to the main plot.
0: Uh, yeah. No, so, okay, that's interesting. Well, I think that cuteness does put her, like, at an edge to win, really, so. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, is there any character on here that you wouldn't want to win? Oh, gosh.
1: There might be. Okay. Um. I'm looking at Tamaki and Aries. Okay. <laughs> so Tell me why. I'm some. So Tamaki, as I talked earlier, she is used a lot in terms of fan service, mm-hmm. which was something I did not expect from the creator of Soul Eater, because the creator of Soul Eater, when he creates his his or her female characters, they tend to have an actual significant role in the story. Right. They might have like some fan-service-y moments in between the story, but they actually all serve a very good purpose. All the girls have very distinct personalities and they all do their jobs very mm-hmm. well. Versus Tamaki, she seems to be the reliable type initially, and then she kind of gets relegated into this fan-service part and needs constant saving from Shinra, especially like halfway through the mm-hmm. season. Which I was very not okay with. Disappointed, you mean? Considering <laughs> huh? You mean disappointed. <laughs> I was very di- yes, I was very disappointed because on the contrast you have Maki. Maki who is a veteran soldier, she used to be part of the GACF and she is a second generation soldier, which means she can she's much better at controlling flames and manipulating than third generation soldiers. And on top of that, she gets new weapons at the end of the first mm-hmm. season. So um, Tamaki just feels like a disappointment. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. <laughs> um, there's just so many things stacked up against Tamaki. The way that she's dressed very provocatively, or the way that she's drawn, to the point that she's being compared to the rest of the cast. And I don't really know why she's there. Mm-hmm. It, it might be, um, might be harsh to say that, but that's just my opinion. Uh, the other vice that I have is Aries Spring. I know I talked about Aster lost in space in the last podcast where i did like the premise and the way that the story is set up but because aries is very much of a typical shonen female protagonist and she ends up being a plot device at the end of the show i don't know why she's there and that's just where all of my complaints end (laughs) in general i like females that have a point in a role and that they can contribute to the storyline to the best of their ability. Like for instance like you look at Alice from SAO, she starts off as a an original I guess antagonist to Eugene and uh Kirito at the beginning mm-hmm. and now she's turned into an ally in the under, in the second part of the underworld. Right. Yeah, what about you, Scorpio? Is there anybody you would not want to win on this list? Uh,
0: yes, actually, it's Tamaki. Oh, um, <laughs> Tamaki. Okay. <laughs> um, I was I was very surprised to hear how in line we are with each other. Clearly, we have some differences <laughs> when it
1: comes to people. <laughs> I feel, I feel like at this point with the rest of our podcast if we're the only ones the only two ones here it's just gonna be us with the same opinions oh gosh
0: no we need someone else we need we need, we need more to come people back, and we need a guy that's what we need
1: <laughs> or someone who's watched a lot of like the harem shows or something that can tell us like oh but these characters are better maybe uh,
0: so, so yeah <laughs>
1: Well, we can't talk about can the
0: do... hair genre in another episode.
1: <laughs> we can. We definitely can. I know you and I have reservations, but that's beside the fact. What are your reservations about Tamaki winning Girl of the Year?
0: I just don't really get the point of her. <laughs> <laughs> like, why she even exists? <laughs> like, why she even exists? I'm, like, if you think you are harsh, like... <laughs> um yeah
1: no i feel that
0: it's just and also like her weird like moments where she's like oh my gosh like i know it's like her thing but i'm just like like what what why i like
1: <laughs> <sighs> if anything i would have thought like the 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 nun girl the priest girl
0: yeah, would have maybe. Oh, I don't had a mind her. Like, yeah, she's sexual mind her and everything, all. but she's badass, and so exactly. Um, I think the so other like, thing, so like, like I'm gonna really give an equivalent. So the way that topic he just like strips out of nowhere, I think what oh, yeah. rubs me off the wrong way is okay, Ishiki Senpai from Food Wars, um, is a stripper and. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait 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 give me the context please wait do you not watch food wars no
1: i oh don't i You're have out very a very specific reservation probably one of
0: the best characters ever but um one of yuki yuki hira Sola's, um senpai who is at the same dormitory as him and is very very strong? His name is Ishki. He gets naked very very randomly. Um, there's a lot of shots of his jiggly butt, and um, he's often seen <laughs> wearing nothing but a pink apron. In fact, he's so into being naked that he sleeps naked. And um, when he's all dressed up for business purposes, he literally like walks across like the screen and there's like you know, a column from the building you know, there, and what before he passes that column, he's suited up, and then he passes that column, and he's naked, and so <laughs> so like, that's it probably like it the seems- most similar parallel I can find in like a male character,
1: but I mean, the the alternative would be like Gray from Fairy Tale, from like Oh yes,
0: back. but I don't mind yeah. that either from him. And here's <laughs> here's why is I feel like at least these guys who do this, where they just strip and they're naked, at least they own it, you know? Oh, okay. you know, like they they clearly don't care that they are, and it's not a big deal to them, and damn they feel confident you know being naked or whatever and in which case if they feel that confident being naked like all the power to you but um but tanuki is just so like when it happens she's just she's not like oh boys are what you know like you guys can't handle me and stuff like she just goes oh no and it's just so cringy when she does it and yeah like if she owns it i feel like (laughs) I'd be more okay with it, but she does not own it at all. <laughs> that is that is a very good
1: point, actually. I don't think a lot of mangakas or I guess animators realize the biggest disparity, I guess, in this case, of how men and females own up to certain things. Mm. Um, and own up to their eccentricities. Like you would want to ask like Tamaki, like, why are you dressed like that? Um And either, like, you don't own up to it or whatever. But then that might also lead into a conversation of, like, do I dress to impress or do I dress for myself?
0: Right. Maybe. But it's just...
1: So it's a point of contention. Yeah,
0: but no one undresses to impress. Like... Okay, there there is that too. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, no matter what, Ishiki Senpai and Gray have a lot of lot of influence on the plot, and she doesn't. So that's okay. Another that's big true. They do have
1: very significant roles in their respective stories. Oh lines. yeah, they
0: have very significant roles, despite yes, all their stripping tendencies. So, right, right. Um, uh, I just hope
1: that maybe the mangaka. And the animation studio for for Fire Force can do something more with Tamaki, mm-hmm. but who knows? We'll see where it goes from there.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, I. Definitely don't think Aries should win. I wouldn't be upset if she won, but I would be very surprised if she did. I, I, to I be agree. completely honest, just like I was surprised that Kanata and Aries made the couples list while uh, Kitari and Zach did it. Um, <laughs> I'm very surprised You're she biased. made this list at all because her her whole plot, like her whole presence in the plot, is sort of being the narrator, and so. Um, like she's meant to be the audience is what her her whole like thing is, and so I think that's mm-hmm. not as impactful as if you're actively part of the story. So,
1: um yeah. no, I I get it. Yeah, because most of the story goes off with her going introducing the new episode, like day X Y Z, we have landed on another planet, mm-hmm. and everyone's getting along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then either that, or she's just calling out Kanata's name, and it's like, oh, okay, typical
0: Shonen protagonist is woman. We got it. Yeah, and she's kind of ditzy as well. But granted, she does have a photographic memory, so that was very helpful in the end. But um, yeah, yeah. I think I. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I think my. <laughs> you know which character would make me happy if they would, even though <laughs> it's not my pick. <laughs>
1: uh uh what which character would that be it's the cat
0: <laughs> oh the cat's really good
1: i know it's definitely what you
0: mean yeah i i want the cat <laughs> like if it actually was i'll be really happy because it's i don't know i think i overall really liked my roommate's a cat because i think it's a, it's very clever and it's very creative on how they told the story like half split between the cat's point of view and the purse's point of view and they go through the same story but and yet it's feels completely different when it's written from the two different point of views and so um so it's not boring at all when it happens mm-hmm. so and also i just think it'd be so funny if a care like if an animal out of all these other like human characters well nezuko not really human but you know what i mean um uh, <laughs> Yeah,
1: she's she's yeah i mean she's a demon but you know how anime works demons and like neko girls they can probably yeah they're still girls so yeah I guess it's right fine, and so like i just think it'd be animal. so funny like
0: the winner of the female character of the year for anime trendy is a cat <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> i if it if uh if she actually wins i would be very interested in seeing her the um the the character art that they have for her as the winning female lead. Oh yeah. Hmm. Like like, how would she position? Would she be like sitting on a table or like whatever, looking really spiffy? I I would. Well, take
0: yeah, that. and she can't even dress up. <laughs> All she has is her really cute little but red she bow, dress up. <laughs> and so.
1: Yeah, I know exactly. Either that, or she like has a cute little medal like hanging from her <gasps> collar or something. So that would be really cute. cute.
0: I love that <laughs> idea. <laughs>
1: Only if she wins this. So, anime trenders, you know what to do. Vote yes, for Haru. Anime
0: trenders, <laughs> come on. Like, vote for Haru.
1: <laughs> for my or at least go watch movies. My Roommate Is a Cat for a very nice and chill show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, is there any other character you want to discuss in particular of the list? <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I think I've exhausted my options because all the other characters I don't know at the end Mm. of the day. Uh, The only one that I'm semi, I only know is basically Kurumi from Mm. Data Life. I just know that because she's kind of like one of the main, main characters since the Ah, beginning. okay. So obviously she has a very dedicated fan base and I can see why she would win, but I have no qualms. Um, and I personally don't care too much because I don't watch data a lot. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't watch it either. But she looks really cool. So,
1: <laughs> oh, she has a very cool technique, and um, and I think she has a very different personality compared to mm-hmm. the other girls too. I mean, she
0: has. There so. has to be something unique about her for her to stand out out of so many girls. So, it's true. Yeah, especially in the harem like that. Yeah, and um, at least I mean I love her outfit. I think it looks great on her. So,
1: <laughs> mm. oh yeah, her her outfit is definitely great i like the the heterochromatic part Mm -hmm. of her eyes too which i think is super cool i know it's like related to her powers but it's just an interesting look on an anime girl character in this current Mm -hmm. part of the this current part of the of the century because i know that in earlier like anime series you would have a lot of girls with heterochromatic eyes and then people were kind of like oh you know that's like Mm -hmm. the norm but now she, and now it's like it's a trend. It's like back in full force. And it's kind of yeah, cool. no,
0: and I mean not that character designing is you know Project Runway, but uh, the character designer <laughs> clearly knows how to make <laughs> her look good. So,
1: oh yeah, no, for sure. I think whoever came up with the character designs for Data Live. Did a very good job for all the girls because i know i edited a couple of articles for data live and they all have very distinct like character designs and motifs and i can see where the appeal mm-hmm. comes from definitely and it's not just a random harem with just a bunch of girls and it somehow lasts for three mm-hmm. seasons but yeah that's just my personal take
0: <laughs> i mean like like yeah i agree i once again i don't watch the series so i can't say but i love the way she looks so if she wins she's gonna look amazing oh,
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah actually now that I think about it if we go with uh color scheme how that's gonna look in contrast with the like kind of like the brightish
0: background yeah well no like uh, even when like, you look at like the if you go to our nominees page and you look at you know all those like you know screenshots of each character like she just like it's like pretty bright for all of them and it's like dark for her
1: <laughs> yeah 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 I wonder if she does win we're gonna give her like an edgy kind of background as the top that'd be kind of I cool I request that like, dark she, her curtains dress has and things a slit, like that
0: because I think she would kill that um Ooh. <laughs> like you can you, if you disagree I, with
1: I me agree. you know <laughs> no 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 I 100% agree with you that that's slit yeah like I
0: feel like she would kill with that, a slit like, uh, and, it, and it has to be, and her dress will have to be black and red in her like style, but with the slit. <laughs> oh, of
1: course, yeah, 100%. So now that, I guess, we've been talking digressively about how would the characters look? How, what kind of predictions would you say for like the rest of the other characters? Because like, for instance, Emma is very signature white. She wears exclusively white from the beginning of the series and even up until where the manga is currently. How would you envision for Emma I to
0: know exactly. I love her. this talk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love this cyber. It, it, it just so
1: happens that we've I we start- <laughs>
0: want Emma in a white pantsuit. <laughs>
1: yeah Ooh, <laughs> pantsuits okay some pantsuits look really nice on females mm-hmm. i've seen a couple mm-hmm. of pinterest and i'm just like yes i yeah. like this i am down for yeah pant i suit want for her Emma. in a
0: white pantsuit and there's some some glitters across but not too much i think mm-hmm. she would just kill in that outfit absolutely kill it so
1: i agree i 100 percent agree with that
0: um
1: uh, let's see who else we talked. So we talked about Haru. We talked about Emma. We talked about Kurumi. Nezuko.
0: I. It's. Hmm. It
1: has to be a kimono. Like I was I gonna was say, thinking
0: the same thing. It, it has to be a kimono. You know, it would be cool if.
1: For Nizuko, they give her like a different kimono, but it's still like in the Taisho style, where there's a lot of very eccentric patterns on her.
0: Mm-hmm. Or uh, a modern really twist that. on the kimono. So you know how? Oh um, yeah, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. I have a I have a dress that's like a modern twist on the Chinese Paul. and so mm-hmm. I feel like that worked for her. I, I think that works. Yeah, I request her muzzle to be decorated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or you know she's just carrying she's just biting like in the the uh, the demon slayer like school version she's just biting into a piece of bread that works yeah, too yeah 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 oh she just my option
0: is she's in a, she's in the box but the box is decked out
1: <laughs> that's cute yeah. that that actually does sound kind of cute she's just like peeking over the box I can imagine her like the background is like um a table full of food. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, there's bread, so it explains why she has the muzzle.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, who uh, else? What is about our top? Toru. Is it Chika or...
1: I, I can't imagine Chica and Kaguya being anything else other than their school outfits. Really? Like, I, I don't mind, like, if they're in, like, another dress or something, but for some reason them in a school outfit is so ingrained in my head that I can't think of anything else you
0: know what I think Chico would be in she'd be in a dress that's accidentally revealing and she doesn't realize (laughs) it
1: she she would be, the, you know what, you are absolutely right. She'd be one of those characters with the slightly revealing dress like and Kaguya's her, in the corner. dress,
0: she thinks it's like a sweetheart neckline, so it's super cute. Except she forgot she has bigger boobs, so she's got some cleavage showing and she doesn't even know it. And
1: Kaguya-sama is obviously very jealous as she looks down at her very flat uh, boobs in an A-line
0: dress. Yeah, uh, Kaguya would be wearing a halter dress, hands down. Oh, um, oh
1: okay, halter's nice though. Halter's yeah. definitely nice.
0: I-, I mean, as someone with flat boobs, I can tell you halter dresses are nice. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, she'd be the one who's accidentally wearing sexy and then acting super cutesy on the red carpet. Except she's sexy, so
1: I am down to see that art definitely. <laughs>
0: Uh, what about
1: kohaku and toru hmm because i know kohaku is very like uh she comes from like a primitive period so i'm really interested to see if there's going to be a sort of modern twist on her primitive clothes i thing, think she or would make a dress have a bed. short
0: dress i don't think a long dress would suit her and she wouldn't like it either like no i,
1: I agree yeah
0: like she likes movement is the thing so I almost, I would say a short dress, um, definitely with sleeves, but not like cap sleeves or anything, but more like halter sleeves. I've been watching too much Project Runway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that time of the year. It's okay. <laughs> um, but I, I do think she would want that signature blue on her dress. And <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. maybe like um a, like a white belt that's similar to like the knot. On her mm-hmm. dress, which yeah. I think would
0: be kind of cool. And I feel like her dress would uh... have some kind of embroidery, probably because, like, her sister's really into that, so...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's Kawaku Toru. Um, she's definitely going to dress more conservative. I think she's going to have, um, not long sleeves, but, like, the, the sleeves where it covers the shoulder. Um... Do you think maybe, like, an Audrey Hepburn style would suit yes. Toru? Yes, no, I, yes, that's perfect. And put her <laughs> hairstyle up like that, too. Give her, like, like one pearl necklace. Like, that would look so beautiful on her. Yeah, I agree. I really got into this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, it adds, it adds some nice spice, and it gets everybody thinking about their favorite characters and what they're going to wear.
0: Okay, uh, commenters, tell us if you think those are good outfit ideas, and if you think they are, then we will push for them, whoever wins. <laughs> we,
1: will, we will push and look at the work in progress before they get published.
0: Yes, basically. Because <laughs> if you like it, we're going to go for it, because I feel passionate about it now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm I'm okay but i like thinking about how other characters would look in other clothes mm-hmm. so this is a pastime for me
0: oh and Takagi song uh her takagi song Ugh, why <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> takagi i feel like she'd wear a lace dress
1: oh lace is nice lace yeah. is classy yeah <sighs> yeah for a middle schooler i don't know how much you would want to dress so lace, yeah. I think, is a good safe choice. Unless but you end I up being, stand like, firm wear. on
0: Emma wearing a pantsuit, so
1: I am down for Emma wearing a pantsuit. I have no objections whatsoever.
0: <laughs> one day, one of uh, the female nominees will look amazing with a cape.
1: <laughs> oh, I've seen those um, cape pantsuits, like for wedding dresses, mm-hmm. and they're really nice. Oh yeah, it has like a Gal Gadot vibe to them oh, yeah. and I really yeah. dig it I really dig it <laughs> if I do get married maybe I'll wear one of those but we'll see
0: <laughs> or you'll remain forever alone
1: <laughs> and that's okay you know what I'll just have my own photo shoot then with a nice caped pantsuit and I will be happy don't worry it will
0: happen <laughs> okay, since we're on this topic already it's time for our <laughs> random segment fun fact part which we we will use from now on to sort of round up the episode Oh, uh, yes. let's talk about our dating lives. Anique, have you ever dated anyone before?
1: Oh. <laughs> this has become a um a, a relationship advice column, I suppose. No, I have not formally dated anybody. I've had had people ask me out and I've had crushes before, okay. but it never really stuck to me. At really? That point. No, I I think I was too independent. When most people got to know me and so and i didn't really interact with a lot of people for a couple years when i was in college mm-hmm. so it didn't really factor in well with my social life but you know it's okay when you're a lab rat you're a lab rat for life
0: okay, but, like okay but it, okay out of anime characters what's your type
1: oh do you want me to pull out my husbando list because i have one
0: yeah, um, sure. Go on. Pull it up. And
1: okay. I have a full list. For many of the people in anime trending who know me, my biggest man crush would be Mude from Fate Zero, mainly okay. because he's a very chivalrous type. Okay. But I do have a lot of preferences when it comes to anime men in particular. So tsundere's, like, kyo, are very endearing to me. And then big burly men, big bara men are also very endearing to me as well. Okay,
0: but there's a difference between endearing and, like, what you find attractive, you know? Ah.
1: Ooh, attractive? Aye, that's a good question. It's just based on the character design for me personally. If I really dig it, then I'll end up developing an attraction for it. Not so, so much. Clearly, um... Iniqui
0: is all about the physical looks. <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> very much so. Yes, <laughs> um, but like, if you look at like super beefy, beefy guys from, let's say, like Full Metal Alchemist, not really my type. Like Major Armstrong, for instance, I'd be like, ah, I, I like you as a character, but I don't think I would be attracted to you, for instance. <laughs> Or like any of the men from like Kengan Ashura, for instance, where they're really jacked up.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, but those don't make sense. So
1: yeah, they don't make sense in their own personal way. So yeah. Um. What uh? What about you, Scorpio? Is there any preferential type anime type that you have?
0: Oh God, yeah, I'm into.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say? Sorry, I missed it.
0: I'm into angst. Angst. Okay,
1: primarily angst. Oh Is yeah. There you any...
0: find me. You find me an angsty boy who like keeps to himself and sits in a corner of a room. That's my guy. Like. Ooh. It's true. <laughs> like, to give you my... like to give you guys context. That's how I make friends. Like ever since in elementary school, I find the kid who sits alone, and then I sit beside them. I'm like, let's be friends. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, they're probably very happy to have a friend, but also, like, no, wow.
0: <laughs> usually they're a little alarmed. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm just imagining you flouncing up on them. You're like, you want to be my friend? And they're like, who's this chick?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I don't even ask them. I just sit down and I'm just like, hi, I'm Gracie. I'm like, let's talk. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't give them an option to say no, really. <laughs> don't you give a- It's do or die. You have no chance out of this. Um, it's It's... Yeah, it's really bad, and it's like it's very consistent throughout my entire life. Even in college, um, I chased after the ones who seem extremely awkward and don't really like talk to people. I always find them, and I sit right beside them. <laughs> that's so that's so peculiar, but that's so funny. Hey, and at least it makes my, you a good friend. Well, I have I've had many roommates, and I have some that I'm really really close to. And one of them, she was like. She was like, she remembered when I sat down next to her. She was like, I sat away so I could be alone. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a typical anime
1: response. I yeah, didn't think and it was instead, true. I'm
0: just like, no, I- I'm going to be her friend.
1: <laughs> How sweet of you, Scorpio. How sweet of you.
0: Is it sweet, though, or is it because I'm kind of predatory? <laughs> oh! I think it's still sweet (laughs) so Uh, yes i'm really into angst and i'm really into introverted guys like or girls too not in a romantic sense but um but in a platonic sense i'm i'm just really into introverts as a whole so um Mm -hmm. but i'm really i really like angsty people uh for example giu is my favorite character in demon slayer so (laughs) (laughs) i could see why but is interesting because
1: I don't feel like he does anything else.
0: But he's so angsty. It's so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I know Like he gets a lot of flack from the Demon Slayer Corps, but I don't quite understand why, though.
0: Well, I understand. It's because he's awkward and he's terrible at communicating, but none of them understand that. So they just... So they just crap on him because he's not great at socializing. I'm just like, leave my angsty, awkward Demon Slayer alone. Like <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got so defensive in that last part. <laughs> I mean, I
0: just he's awkward and angsty. Perfect combination. Not another one out there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have
1: a top favorite angsty character? Out of every single anime that you've watched thus far,
0: you do realize, like my all my guys that I like are all 18.
1: Yes, but do you have a top favorite? If you had to choose, um,
0: I don't know because that's that's honestly really hard because I. Like, <laughs> my taste not taste obviously my taste never changed from elementary school but um, right but just like my emotional attachment to them differs a lot because they um because things change a lot so or like time passes and i find new ones to love so it's like right now you is like the guy i freak out over the most um gosh I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay,
1: that's fair. I mean, given how much anime you've watched, yeah, I'm pretty the taste sure
0: it's a ninja.
1: <laughs> like from um, the "Shall We Date" series with the Ninja Boys. <laughs> from uh, oh my god, those are so bad. <laughs> they're so badly written. Uh, what's that's the oh it's Voltage, right? The company that makes them. Yeah. No, oh,
0: no, 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 no. That one's a different one. Oh, the Shall that's We Date is a different. Uh, company voltage is oh, like okay. p- the party ones. Oh, the party ones. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know my long-standing crush though. So I guess that would be my first because he's been long-standing for so long. Is actually Kakashi.
1: Okay. You know what? I think every single guy and girl out there watching Naruto had a crush on Kakashi at one point.
0: Yes, but I liked Kakashi not because he was hot. I liked him because I met him and I was like, oh, he has problems. <laughs> <laughs> clearly there's trauma hidden in there and none of them know and he he, and no one will ever know because he won't ever talk about it and he's learned how to communicate but he's gonna hide his pain and all his self-conflict inside and like i had this full analysis like in the first few episodes And this was, like, way before Kakashi's
1: past was released in uh, Naruto Shippuden, right? Oh,
0: yeah, and, like, they, he, like we don't even find out about his past until so much longer later, but it's, right. like, but even already before then, I was, like, oh, he has a past, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's that one, yes, because he has a past. Oh, you know <laughs> who else?
0: Zuko from The <laughs> rock airbender he's okay. not technically an anime character but he's like the king of angst is basically what it is oh for sure um and when he was bazooko, still an antagonist in the first book i rooted for him and everyone called me crazy because they're like gracie he's trying to kidnap the avatar like why are you doing this and um he's clearly an antagonist and i keep trying to be like i don't know there's something about him that tells me he's <laughs> good he's just troubled and he needs guidance and everyone called me crazy well guess who came around so, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: when you were so i guess like when you were because you had a full-on analysis for like Kakashi, and i guess maybe like for zuko when you first saw them did their past match your expectations and or go past
0: it uh like, yeah it, i mean I, I i mean obviously i don't have the details fleshed out for kakashi's past but i i in my head i was like he had to like first of all his family has to be dead that much asserted family
1: <laughs> criteria number one <laughs>
0: like I know his family has to be dead and then my second thing is there's already hints of it it's like oh his best friend died because of him so there is that involved and then I was like and then my third thing is that I I was like at one point he did something that probably sent him into like PTSD in a suicidal like rush and I was right
1: so wow spot on how interesting you have a very astute sense for angsty people and characters in this game. you're very keen on it um, <laughs> it's I like mean, you have a, I mean, you have like, an angsty you know
0: radar what? i mean not saying like you know um not saying that uh you know like all angsty people are this or that but um i think because i did grow up accidentally befriending um kids with uh mental health issues before i even understood the idea of mental health issues Um, I, like, I did befriend a lot of them, and, and it's always axed It's not like, oh, you have problems, I'm going to be your friend. It's more like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's more like, I sensed that we would get along, so I'm going to be your friend sort of thing. But I did think, like, I know, I, I have a lot of real life stories of really, really, like, hard living situations of, like, abusive parents emotionally and physically, of, neglectful parents who would leave their kids for two days by herself in a house and not tell her where she is and um and i have friends who struggled a lot with um their own image and their own identity because they're adopted and so um yeah so it's just like i have so many real life stories that i'm very very aware of and i care a lot about i don't know maybe i'm like it's I've hung out with so many of them. It's become more automatic for me to like sense it. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, my type is very obvious. Anyone who's known me could always guess it because it's so obvious. So, um, like here, you can guess out in Banana Fish which character is my type. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Like,
1: between Ash and Shorter, who do you prefer? Well, Ash. I, okay, well, I mean, I know you love Shorter, too, so that's why I asked. Because Shorter no, plays no, a Shorter very No, Shorter would be, role.
0: like, my best friend.
1: Okay, so, oh, the best friend trope. I see, I see. Yeah, okay.
0: like, he, like, he'd like he be totally cool, and I, I'd love to hang out with him. I think the things that Shorter and I are too similar, so... <laughs>
1: oh i see we're both okay, very that makes loud sense. we're
0: both very rambunctious <laughs> like, <laughs> we both kind of say things that don't really make sense and our friends are so used to it they don't question it
1: <laughs> no you make a lot of sense in these podcasts i don't ever question them
0: i think i like i mean casual real life conversation because i've had uh for example i've had one day where my friend was talking about engagement rings because she knows her boyfriend was uh Was going to propose, and he basically wasn't confident in picking a ring she would like, and so she was uh, kind of, like, getting to choose, and she was Mm -hmm. discussing it with me, and then she was like, what kind of engagement ring do you want? And I was like, a pink dragon. And...
1: (laughs) Okay, wait, I I can see why.
0: (laughs) And she thought I meant a pink dragon stuffed animal and not like an actual ring that's like a pink dragon because there is a ring out there that's like a pink dragon ring and she didn't even question it she was just like oh okay <laughs> so, um How so yeah
1: <laughs> um, I've never seen that part of you since knowing you so hearing this for the first time is just like maybe there's some things that are making sense
0: <laughs> hey now that's rude
1: no, I'm sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: No, you're not rude at all. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Uh, so that's our little mini-session. Now you know our types, and uh, I like pink dragon, uh, you know, pink dragon rings and stuffed animals. I won't thank deny you for, that. Um, thank you
1: for listening to my my top press bondos, I actually have a list, and I would be happy to list them all on social media
0: if you Ooh, ask. Yes, that would be
1: <laughs> They're yeah. very spicy. Um, but thank you for listening in to this podcast, and for the girl of the year.
0: Oh, and um, one last reminder, I'm just going to go over the dates again. Um, we have... The main voting period for the Anime Trending Awards will be uh, December 31st to January 23rd. And then our awards night is still a while away, uh, February 23rd. But I hope you guys will join us and, you know, enjoy our our awards. So, yeah.
1: Yep. See you all there. Remember to vote.
0: Bye.
1: Bye, (laughs) y'all.